episode 47 with Izzy Rosatano on the Nine Point Start the Dream podcast. Welcome to Nine Point Started with a Dream podcast. Our goal is to showcase the stories of athletes and the community that supports them by being authentic about their journey. Here's your host, Jacoby Gillum. Yo, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jacoby Gillum. In this episode, we have Izzy Rosatano out in Australia. And Izzy has no limits. Like, she... She canoes, she bobsleds, she does footy, ninja warrior, she even raps, and her energy is, is top-notch. And what Izzy's doing now is raising awareness for mental health. She's doing 3,128 push-ups in 21 days for Team Black Dog to raise awareness. And what that number represents is the number of lives that have been lost due to, due to mental illness out in Australia. And for anyone that follows Nightfall, well, you know, they're kind of we're really big on mental health and hoping that no one feels on their journey. So... So, great story with her, inspiring person, and let's get to it. Izzy, the question that everyone that comes on is, when you're younger as an athlete, what's one of your bigger dreams and goals you want to achieve? Well, I think when I first started to get really serious into sport, I just have massive dreams. Actually, I think in anything I do, I love to dream the absolute biggest and the absolute best, really, and then... And then I actually, I don't mind if I fall a bit underneath that usually. I, for example, with sport, you know, I really, really would love to go and win a gold medal at the Olympics. That's the absolute biggest dream out there. But at the end of the day, if I'm able to put on the green and gold and know that I've competed to the best ability that I can, then I'm happy with that. Love it. Love it. So, 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 so what about representing your country kind of was like the thing you want to do? I think what really motivated me and made me continue to, to like train and a lot of people ask me and I suppose I would have asked you as well. Like a lot of people just generally ask athletes, like, why do you keep going back to training? And I think for me, it was because there's a large chunk of my life when I could not be physically active because I had two car accidents when I was quite young. So I was very sporty as like as a young kid but then unfortunately I had one car accident and then I was pretty immobile from that but then just as I had recovered I was uh, had a bit of bad luck and was involved in another one which was even worse and then it was only when I was about 15 when I was able to actually be sporty again so for about seven years of my life all I saw in school was everyone being involved in sports and I wasn't able to and um, I was just so inspired whenever I watched the Olympics, whenever I watched any athlete on TV or heard them speak on the radio, I was just so inspired by these people who dedicated their lives to sport. So I started training when I was about 15 in cross country. And then I moved to rowing, which I still have a massive passion for. Um, but then I got drafted into canoe in 2015. And so for me, it was just all those years of not being able to participate in sport that really meant as soon as I had the opportunity to, um, nothing could stop me. I just wanted to be, you know, I had seven years where I couldn't be sporty. So all I wanted was to, to be sporty for those, those years. So I think that's what really. Make um, up for lost times. Yeah. I'm just making up for lost time really. <laughs> so those cars, were, were, there, were there like leg injuries, arm injuries, kind of, kind of stuff that you kind of deal with with that? The first one was more kind of concussion and back neck. So I had whiplash from both. And the second one was really unfortunate because 
um, I had my backpack, I was on the way to school and I'd had my backpack directly in front of me. And the way it was meant that when we had the impact that actually damaged my lower back and, you know, just, I look back on it now because I have studied a year of medicine and I can see how that, how that greatly impacted my development physically. And then also the mental aspect of not being able to, as I say, participate and join in your friends uh, as everyone is um, sporty, you know, it's, it's actually quite a big thing. I look back now, like even just saying it now, I've never realized like it has been a huge influence on my life because sport is one of my biggest passions now. And, and it's such a big part of Australian culture to be involved in sports. So um, yeah, I think if I hadn't have had those injuries, I don't know how, how involved in sport I'd be now. That's, that's a wild journey right there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, so, so with you now, so, so what all are you doing now? Cause I was reading your bio and I was, I was like, Hey, what is her main sport? It's, it's a big question that everyone's always asked me. And also uh, since I started sport swapping about two years ago, I'd say, um, but also I've been told by, you know, quite a few professionals, sports professionals, you need to pick one sport. You can't do too many. Um, I don't know yet. That's the truth. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I find it really hard because I started canoeing with my big dream, which was I wanted to go to the Olympics. I wanted to go to Tokyo 2020 and I, I wasn't scared of voicing my dreams. And that was, that was the turning point for me was last year. I got offered a place in medicine up here and ended up moving up here and there was no canoeing anywhere. So I was like, oh, um, you know, it was it was just a large quantity of circumstances made me step away from canoeing last year, jumped into a bobsled, which was the best thing I've ever done. So much fun. And um, yeah, I guess aside from that, I've done footy and rugby. <laughs> uh, so what's my main sport? Oh, geez. It's canoeing at the moment. I'd say canoeing and bobsled. <laughs> Love that. Well, I mean, I think it, it's it's cool because I mean, it, it it just means that you're a, an all around athlete. You know that you can, you know, do do multiple sports and still be achieve the the best level at them. So that's awesome that you can do all that. Thanks so much. I guess it's kind of I study a bit of sports management now, and I really feel like I wish people gave athletes the opportunity to pursue multiple sports. Like obviously, three would be a bit outrageous, but. You know, if you've got someone, for example, a 100-meter sprinter and he's the best, like Usain Bolt, <laughs> um, textbook example, and let's say he wants to do soccer, you know, why not let him pursue both of those sports and, and give rise to a new generation of athletes that can be, um, you know, great at two passions in life? So we're going into now, and you got this push-up challenge. Yeah. I was I was on I was on IG and I was scrolling I was, I was like I was like three three thousand one hundred twenty eight pushups. That's a lot. Yep. So what all so what all is that? He was more about that. Yeah. So basically, it's three thousand one hundred twenty eight pushups in twenty one days, which is one hundred and fifty around one hundred and fifty each day, and um, it represents unfortunately each life of an Australian that we lost last year due to mental illness mental illness i think is something that we don't talk about enough you know just like it's like it's like there's like there's like a stigma over it you know that we don't 
we don't want to talk about you know our mental health so so why for you was this important for you to kind of tackle well there's just been so so many people i know um and even people very close to me affected um by mental illness and i suppose why it was important for me to do it now was uh, just a set of circumstances last year while I was studying medicine, there were the most inhumane comments made by fellow medical students. Um, it's actually mostly the reason that I've decided to take a leave of absence from medicine was uh, these comments from uh, fellow students who were, you know, destined to become doctors one day. And, you know, they were saying things like, and you can bleep this out, but, you know, no one fucking cares about depression. Who gives a fuck if someone dies? Like, that sort of thing. And when I heard that, um, I can't explain. It actually really affected me because it really, it, I have, it just, just not destroyed, but it, it crushed my values that I'd spent so long trying to get into medical school. And when I heard that, and I saw the stigma that still still lingers around mental illness. And um, even with medical, some medical professionals, it's obviously not all. When I heard that, um, I thought I need to do a lot more than what I have already done. You know, I've been with the Black Dog Institute working um, to raise awareness for mental health for a few years. Um, but when I heard those comments, I thought I haven't done enough. I need to educate people I want to raise awareness it's uh something that really just really it's driven me and um so I guess with this push-up challenge I'm so grateful for the people who've given me support we've had so many generous donations I'm trying to reach $3,182 no sorry $28 um to you know a dollar um but I guess you know that's that that was probably the biggest thing and uh, this year, I actually also hope um, I can do some educational talks as well. And I don't want to, it's not just going to be the push-up challenge. You know, there's a change that needs to happen. Oh, I, I'm with you on all that. Cause that's the reason why I started, I started nine point this whole thing, because like I grew up like this athlete, I wanted to go, you know, I had all these big dreams, whatever. Then I, I tore my ACL and I went through a lot of like anxiety yeah. and, and depression. Cause I was like, who am I now without sports? And I realized... Oh. And I, re- I realized there was no place to really hear other athletes and what they're going through and how they overcame them. So I was like, let's make, let's make a place for this. And so, I, so what you're doing is awesome that you're, that you're saying, you know, it's okay to not be okay. And let's kind of find a way to make it, let's, let's, let's kind of kill the stigma in a sense. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, and I'm, I'm sorry to hear that because that's one of the biggest things I think um, I've spoken to uh, even some of my teammates up here who uh, as soon as you get an injury or as you say, you know, you have to leave the sport or something happens for an athlete, for athletes specifically, when you, when you can't do your sport, it's like death to, to your identity. And I totally understand that it's, it's something which I guess people who aren't involved in sports don't understand. And that can make it so hard when you're going through that. So for me last year, when I had to stop canoeing, Oh, that was one of the lowest points in my life. A hundred percent. Like I, you feel like you're, you're dead. You just feel dead inside because I can quite openly say I'm alive because of my sport. And I do truly live for my sport and my sporting dreams. That's just me. So when I wasn't able, when I had to stop, 
God, it was like a, don't even know. It's like, you know, giant comet came from the, came from outer space and hit me. (laughs) A meteorite came down from the skies and smashed me down. That's how it felt. But then um, I went and it led me to go and try bobsled. And I, I, that was just crazy. And that was just awesome. So I guess, I guess, you know, maybe I like to think that everything happens for a reason and Mm -hmm. um, maybe there's a future for me in bobsled because that sport is just on another level. (laughs) I know I've tried it and I can say I love it and I want to go back. It's just, I want to do a summer sport in between. You can do it all. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) So for these push-ups, how are are you going about it? Like how you you training for them? Are you just going to knock them out? Like what's the game plan? Well, I'm on day seven, actually. I've been doing them for seven days. And uh, so, oh, actually, I would have, I've just done 900, 950 in total. I did 50 before this call. <laughs> knocking them out. Um, yeah, I just knocked them out. Yeah. Um, but the first day, what I did was I did 150 in one round. So I did a set of 20, 20, um, and then I went down to 10. And then because I hadn't even been training for this I didn't do any practice beforehand because I wanted to make it if anything more of a challenge and uh, I was so fatigued on that first day that I I ended up dropping to sets of five (laughs) push-ups and uh, it's amazing how it's changed because now I'm doing roughly sets of 20 then sets of 10 uh, sorry sets of 15 and then 10 and I'm not going down to five Um, so yeah, and now I am trying to spread it out a bit more. So I'll make sure I do 50 before I go to the gym. And then when I'm at the gym, I'll do the final 100. Although, <laughs> actually, it was pretty funny. On day three, I put up an Instagram poll because I did 150 in the morning. And I said, oh, should I do 300 today? And everyone said to do 300. So I did an extra set of 150 in the evening. Like a boss. <laughs> yeah, it was good fun good fun the next day wasn't as much fun <laughs> so 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 what's what's your overall goal like 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 through this whole you know that it, that it, it's about more than just the push-up but like what's what, what's your main mission through all of this it is it's about much more than just a push-up I actually do think every single time I do these push-ups I'm thinking about the people who are affected by mental illness and have no support Um, I think about the people who I've lost due to mental illness. And I think about the people that friends of mine have lost. I think about all the people who are never able to speak and suffer in silence. And um, to me, I hope I can just raise awareness. And more importantly, I hope I raise support because one of the biggest things I notice with people who message me, because I think even just because they know about the work I do, they feel comfortable to speak to me, which is fantastic. And I'll say now, I will always try and be there and always speak to anyone who needs it over Instagram, over anywhere you can find me to contact me, just do it. If you need someone to speak to, I'll always be there. Um, But one of the things I have noticed, and I've had a lot of suicidal people contact me, which is a huge amount of pressure, obviously, because you're talking Mm -hmm. to someone who's, who said, I don't think I can hold on any longer and I'm not a trained professional. And sometimes these people are overseas and I can't, you know, I can't call triple zero. I can't do anything like that. And one of the biggest things I've noticed with these people is they're at a point 
where there's no one who can speak to them and there's no one who can understand them. And so for me, I hope that through what I do, I open up people's minds that they can be someone that if their friend is suffering or a relative is suffering, they can be the person that that person feels comfortable to speak to because that is where we will save a lot of lives and even raising positivity, like saying, smiling to a random, (laughs) like not in a creepy way, but you smile to someone you see in class or someone at the same uni as you and you, you just smile and say, or maybe say, Hey, how are you? That can actually save lives. And that's another message I really, really do want to get across is just being kind can, can also save lives. I'm with you on all that. Like it's, it's so true. Just, just one conversation, one conversation, just, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. You know? and yeah. It's just- so true, isn't it? And it just like sometimes we get we get so caught up in our own our own world that we kind of think about think that it's all about us sometimes and we forget about it mm. about our everybody else. Yeah, that's some real talk. Yeah. Boom. Then fire. Yeah. <laughs> so so on on your thing it says um you rap do you rap or is that just like just like a, like a I do thing? love to rap. No, I hundred percent do. I actually today I um went to a studio and met with a producer who seems really awesome and he's totally on the same page as me in terms of what sound I'm trying to go for so I'm super excited I just want to get to work I've um I've actually got a large quantity of I didn't realize this until last night I'm going through all my material to kind of you know get something together for this guy and I've actually got so much music and so many lyrics written that I just I don't know I never really knew that I had that much so I hope I can just work bloody hard and get a good good song out you got some fire oh i want to get some fire out for sure <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so so the game plan is it just dependencies up the push-ups up by by the end of the month or you're gonna do it a little bit earlier yeah so 21st of april i should be done of april okay definitely so if you have any videos we'll i'll, I'll share i'll share i'll share my nine point i think what you're doing is is pretty dope and I may try it out here for for like the US day one day, you know. Oh, do it. I'd love that. That'd be absolutely fantastic. And I'm and I'm sure all the Americans will get on it. <laughs> you Americans are crazy. <laughs> you Australians are crazy, so it's like <laughs> <laughs> Nah. You guys are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> True. And I know there's like a donation page for it. Um what what's the link for that? Yeah, so the link is in my bio. It's um, it's on the Black Dog Institute fundraiser page. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll try and link it to you. Perfect. So one last thing, Izzy. So so what's next for you? You know, so after after the after the push up challenge, what's something else that you're going to kind of achieve? I guess my next goal will be with my sport, and I want to um, actually, I want to. Well, there's so much things to say. <laughs> There's so many things I really want to do, but I guess I want to take my sport to the next level. I want to take my performance to the next level, and I actually really want to get an EP out. <laughs> okay. Get that mixtape out, shoot some fire. Yeah, that's it. Oh, as soon as the mixtape comes out, you'll be the first person to hear it. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, play it, I'll play it along the channels. Yeah, yeah, Nine, nine Point can, uh, it can debut on Nine Point. Ooh. Okay, you said it. You said you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Izzy, I appreciate you coming on. I know it's uh, it's what five five thirty for you now. So, oh, thanks for having me. 
Oh, definitely. I think, and I think what you're doing is awesome just to help raise awareness for people that, that may be kind of scared to talk for themselves, you know? So I think what you're doing is yeah. really powerful. Thank you so much. Thank you. No, I really appreciate hearing that. I just hope that um, it does, it does make a bit of a difference and I'll keep going. I'll keep working at this and uh, educating as many people as I can and raising awareness. That's, that's what I'd love to do. Awesome. Well, enjoy, enjoy the rest of your night and we'll talk soon. Awesome. Cheers. Yo, thanks for listening to this episode of the Nine Point Started With A Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, leave a review. We would love to hear your thoughts. You can find more athlete-driven content at ninepoint.com. Till the next episode, you're only one opportunity away. Peace.